0: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to our channel Protecting the Pack. On this episode, we'll feature a dietitian and nutrition specialist to discuss the benefits of healthy eating. We'll also take a deeper look into how we can manage our own nutrition to maintain optimal performance and increase our overall quality of living. Stay tuned.
1: What's going on, everyone? Thanks for tuning in today. Welcome to the panel. So today we have four defenders, your host, Johnny Navarro. So a little bit about myself. I'm here at uh, J-Bear for about two and a half years now. I'm a huge fitness advocate. Oh, I forgot to mention this podcast topic is about diets and fitness. And moving on to the person next to me is...
2: Hi, I'm Emily Lundquist. I am from Kalispell, Montana, and I've been in Alaska for three years.
0: Hi, my name is Austin Forbes. I've been in Alaska for three years, and I'm from Yonkers, New York.
1: And then with us today is our uh, dietitian, Captain Carissa Thomas. Tell us about yourself, please.
3: Hi, good morning. Um, I've also been in Alaska for about two years, stationed here at J-Bear. I've been a dietitian for the past five years. Originally got in at ROTC, so that was quite fun. But <laughs> um, been at Nellis Air Force Base, been here at J Bear, and loving the dietitian life. Um, I get to talk about food all day; makes me hungry all the time. <laughs> <laughs>
1: all right, thank you for joining us, ma'am. So we have a couple questions for you. Um, our first one being:
2: Do you have any tips for shift workers?
3: Yes, um, shift work can definitely mess with your eating. Um, If you guys know, your body has a normal 24-hour clock that will help regulate when you wake up, how you digest food, lots of hormones, other things that happen in your body. This clock is pre-programmed to respond to folks being active during the day and being asleep at night. So then when you are working shifts, whether it's swings or mids or anything in between, that messes up that clock. When that clock is disrupted, um, it can affect your sleep, um, fatigue, and possibly give you health problems. However, eating healthy foods can help you with that shift work um, to give your body energy when you need it, to help you sleep when you need to, and prevent fatigue throughout your day. Um, compared with folks who work during the day, shift workers, shift workers, um, may have problems controlling their blood sugar levels, um, can affect their metabolism. And a lot of this is because people don't eat a regular diet when they're on shift. I know you guys have mentioned you're on shifts or have work shifts at some point. Anyone want to talk about their experience, kind of what they eat while they're on shifts?
1: Um, honestly, I think I speak on behalf of most offenders when I say this probably consists of energy drinks and tornados, (laughs) And that's more of convenience really. Um, (laughs) I personally try to meal prep, bring some sort of healthy eating with me. Mm -hmm. Oftentimes it gets harder. I just get lazy. So that being said, if you're ever on like a night shift, swing shift, most people will test that the easiest thing to grab will be some sort of fast food or gas station food.
2: Mm -hmm. I personally, I meal prep. That's the way I stay on track. Okay. Um, And then just building that routine of like always meal prepping the day before I go on shift. And then I just keep that up.
0: Yeah, same for me. Uh meal prepping's always been the easiest thing. Um I know sometimes if you're not meal prepping, you kinda just like uh Johnny said, you just get some tornados or something at the gas station. And just get get it to go.
3: Yeah, that's definitely pretty common. Um, I've worked with some folks working different shifts all over the base, and I hear tornadoes. I hear whatever's at the gas station, Domino's, Taco Bell, McDonald's right. are the common ones. And that's what's open at that hour, so that's generally what people gravitate towards. You guys sound like you're doing pretty well, actually, with um, meal prepping and getting ready for that kind of thing, and that's honestly the advice I have for folks, is just be prepared to eat when they're on shift. Um I mentioned that shift work and the change in timing can make you feel not hungry. So some people do struggle with that if they're not hungry when they're on shift. So it's really hard to eat food when you're not hungry and get back on a regular schedule. Um, A lot of people have changes in that appetite, trouble falling asleep. Maybe they're losing weight without trying or the opposite problem, gaining weight without trying. Um, Some folks will have constipation, um, just stomach pain in general, heartburn, blood pressure can go up not so fun things um if you're not eating right especially on shift. So what we can do to fix that, um folks working day shift, you know, pretty normal, right? Um eat a breakfast meal when before you start the shift to provide you with energy for the day. Uh during the shift, make sure you have lunch and snacks to keep you alert. And then after the shift having dinner meal or if you guys um if anyone's ever working twelves or longer shifts, if your meal is right before dinner having a small snack. Sorry, if your meal is right before bed, having a small snack rather than a big meal. For folks on night shift, um, after your shift and before you go to sleep in the morning, a small breakfast or a small snack to help keep you full so you don't wake up in the middle of the night or in the middle of your sleep cycle um, can help you out. After you wake up from sleep, you kind of have a lunch meal, something to give you energy for the day. And then during your shift, you should have a dinner early on in the shift, and then later in the shift, eat small snacks every couple of hours to keep yourselves alert and energized.
1: So um, I have a question to go along with that. I know a lot of our uh, defenders or people who are into fitness are leaning more towards intermittent fasting. Mm -hmm. So what's your take on that? What are the health benefits and whatnot of it?
3: Yeah, Um, the best research for intermittent fasting being beneficial is actually a 12- to 15-hour fast overnight. Really? So there's some benefit to that um, with perform or there's some performance benefits, some health benefits with a 12 to 15 hour fast overnight. So for example, if you had dinner at 7 p.m. and then you had breakfast at 7 a.m., that would be a 12 hour fast. Right. Um, spreading that out a little bit, maybe you have dinner at 5 p.m. and then you don't have breakfast until, if I can do math, 8 a.m. the next day. That would be 15 hour fast.
1: Okay. And then something you brought up earlier was that. Your body has this natural clock to it, right? Mm-hmm. Is that relative to when you wake up and start your day, right? For example, as a mids worker, is their waking up considered morning to them?
3: Yeah, um, your body can get used to it. Some people are more predisposed to get used to shift work than others. So some folks will be okay with the nights and their body clock will adjust. Other people are constantly fighting their clock. Right. Um, but keeping a regular routine can help you keep it a little... I guess, more regular. Um, If you are always going to bed at the same time, on shift, on shift, or on shift or off shift, if you're eating your meals at the same times, those kind of things can help get your clock fixed for night shift and keep you on it. Where people get into trouble is if they they work nights and then on their days off, they go back to days. So they'll try to sleep at night and then wake up during the day. So every week they're resetting their clock and it's messing them up.
2: Jeez. (laughs) what does nutrition for higher performance uh physical and mental look like
3: yeah um so if we're talking about eating for performance it's mostly getting foods that benefit your body benefit your mind and mostly we're talking about nutrient dense foods Um, so for example someone can eat tornadoes or Mm -hmm. (laughs) taco bell or things all night um, that's a lot of straight carbs a lot of fat going straight into your system, not really giving you long-term benefits. If you're meal prepping, like you guys mentioned, you guys like um, that you guys like to do, um, you're getting fruits, vegetables, protein, grains, dairy, all this combination of food at your meals. This is going to give you more energy. It's going to give you all the nutrients your body needs um, to help you long-term. So some macronutrients that you need for performance are going to be carbohydrates, It gives your brain and your muscles energy. Protein helps build and repair your muscles. And then fat helps transport materials and gives you some backup energy. There's some different micronutrients that can help you out as well. Uh, So B vitamins help with your metabolism. Vitamin A, C, and E are antioxidants, so they'll help eliminate toxins. Vitamin C and zinc support your immune system. Calcium, vitamin D, and phosphorus help maintain your bones. And then folate and iron support oxygen delivery to your brain and muscles, so it keeps your blood flowing. Those are the key nutrients for performance. So,
2: you, oh, go, go ahead. ahead. It's on here, Do you have any examples of foods that give those types of nutrients?
3: Yeah, fruits and vegetables. Fruits and
2: vegetables, okay. Fruits and <laughs> vegetables
3: give you a lot of those. Um, iron uh, Iron you'll more so get from meats and things like that. Um, but fruits and vegetables will give you all the vitamins, the minerals for the most part. Okay. But a healthy balanced diet helps you with all of that. Um, I don't know if you guys have heard of, uh, the food pyramid or the healthy plate. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, so healthy plate, we're talking about half the plate being fruits and vegetables, a quarter of it, some sort of protein, a quarter of it, some sort of grain, and then dairy goes on the side. Eating that with a variety. So... I know chicken, broccoli, rice would technically fit that pattern. (laughs) But if you're always just eating chicken, broccoli, rice, you're not getting a variety of foods that you need. So more changing out the vegetables, changing out the grains, changing out the protein would be better for you for performance.
1: Okay. And my question on that, right? So going back to your macronutrients, talking about carbs and fat, those people who like count macros or who are deciding to meal plan, Um, hearing that they need to take in fat, oftentimes people have that kind of mindset. It's like, fats are bad for me. Mm -hmm. Or even carbs, right? People are like, I'm going to carb load. Is there a difference? Should they focus on complex carbs, fast digestive carbs, healthy Mm -hmm. types of fat?
3: Yeah, so for carbohydrates, complex carbs are going to be things like whole grains. Uh, So I think whole grain bread, whole grain pasta, brown rice, um, those kind of things are going to have a little bit more nutrients in them than if you're eating white rice, white bread, all that white grains and foods. Um, So getting more color on the plate can be helpful for the grains. Um, Fruits and vegetables are also carbohydrates, so those are also complex carbs. They just have fiber and other nutrients added in there. Um, As for healthy fats, uh, lots of different options, mostly the oils. Uh, So if you think olive oil, canola oil, like the vegetable oils, those are better for cooking than if you cooked with lard. Um I've heard that from folks okay. <laughs> cooking with lard, animal fat, that kind of thing. Um the oils are better for you. Um if we were talking even healthier fats, we can talk about um omega-3s, so things from like healthy fats, uh, healthy fish. Can't talk. Fatty fish and nuts and seeds, those are good ones too.
2: Awesome. Uh what nutrition do you recommend to recover from mental and physical activity in the best time frame?
3: Um, recovery nutrition is especially important after hard workouts or long days. Um, so I know your guys' job can flip around some days. It's, it's pretty lax and other days it can be really tough. Um, so if it's a really tough mentally draining day, or if it's a really tough physical day, maybe, I don't know, rucks all day or, (laughs) um, walk in the fence line, whatever. I I did see you guys got snowmobiles though. (laughs) Um, anyways, if it's a hard physical day, a hard mental day, nutrition can help you recover. Um, So with that, we're talking about restoring your fluids. Um, So water is really important for recovery. Um, A lot of folks don't drink nearly enough water. Uh, I know here we have some water bottles uh, that are 17 ounces. Oh, can I do that math? Um, So you need two to three liters in a day at least. And this is 17 ounces, so that's about 500 milliliters. So you would have to drink four to six of these every day to stay hydrated if it's an especially draining day or sweaty day you have to drink even more a lot of people don't drink nearly enough Mm -mm. (laughs) do you guys think you drink four or five of these a day i try to i was gonna say i see a giant water jug over there
0: (laughs) is it um my question is Is it based off uh weight uh size i guess it varies depending on size and anything like that yeah how much physical activity you're getting Yep. How much water you should be drinking?
3: Fluid needs will change. Um, so I, I gave you the range two to three liters. that's just for most people. Right. Um, if you have an active job or active day, you may need three or more. You can drink too much water so you don't want to overdo it. Um, yeah. Don't be drinking six liters, 10 liters a day. <laughs> How do
0: you know when you' when you reach that when you're drinking too much? Is there, like any signs? or? Yeah.
3: Um, I don't know if I can say this on the podcast, but you look at your urine color <laughs> to figure out if you're hydrated or not.
0: <laughs> right. So this okay. it's clear, I'm guessing.
3: Yeah. Um, so if it's clear, um, lemonade or lighter is kind of what you're looking too for. Too much water. Well, lemonade or lighter means you're good. Oh. Um, and if you start getting – usually if folks are drinking too much water, it means they're messing with their electrolyte balance. Um, so folks may get dizzy or – Weirdly tired, or uh, there's a lot of not so great symptoms that can come with too, too much water. Right. But yeah. generally, if your urine is just light colored, that's what we're looking for. So for good. hydrated, if we're lo- talking about dehydrated, it can change colors. Yeah. Um, if you start looking like Mountain Dew or beer, things <laughs> like that, that gets hey. way too dark, way too bad. Yeah. Um, yeah, urine color tells you if you're hydrated. Got it. Right.
1: The more you <laughs> know, huh? <laughs> so those people, right, you said um, if they are messing with their electrolyte balance, I know oftentimes, right, in hotter places, you start to get dizzy, right? Even the more water you drink, mm-hmm. you suggest supplementing with electrolytes? Like, I, I know a lot of runners who use, like, electrolyte pills or something of that sort.
3: Yeah, um, the other parts that help you with recovery is that fluid, and then also sodium, potassium, and carbohydrates help you with recovery. Mm-hmm. So... There are electrolyte beverages out there, lots of different brands. I won't recommend a specific one, but any sports drink beverage generally has electrolytes in it um, and some carbohydrates to help you with that recovery. Um, There's little um, tablets that you can dissolve in water. I know those exist now. Lots of different options. Um, Honestly, a better way to do it is to drink your water and then eat a snack or a meal um, unless there's some reason you can't eat after the meal. Uh, So that's why I know you said, like, some sports folks will use, like, the beverages or things like that. That's really good for long endurance, so maybe running four or six hours a day. (laughs) I know I don't run that much. (laughs) Um, So running four to six hours a day, they definitely need those tabs to replace. But uh, for everybody else, you can generally eat food because there's sodium in lots of foods and potassium in all your fruits and vegetables. Um, Other things for recovery, I know we said carbohydrate. Carbohydrate. Um, protein is important for the recovery as well. Uh, so nutrition recovery really starts as soon as the activity ends with drinking water. 15 minutes to an hour after the exercise, you can add in a carb and protein snack of some sort. Um, so some ideas for that would maybe be a smoothie, um, maybe some yogurt and berries, a sports drink with that carbs and electrolytes and fluid, or a sports bar, something that has carbs and protein in it. Um, Other options would be like graham crackers with peanut butter, low-fat chocolate milk is a really good one. That's carbs and protein automatically combined Um, or something like fruit and protein, I don't know, apples and cheese, banana and peanut butter. Those are good options. So that's the 15 to 60 minutes after the exercise, after the hard activity, whatever it is. And then later on, maybe two to four hours later, you can have a full meal. So something carbs and protein along with those fruits and veggies and dairy. So really just balancing out that plate two to four hours after the activity. So a lot of folks will have morning workouts. Um, So if you have a morning workout, um, having a snack or that meal after would help you out. Maybe you eat breakfast before the workout, workout then have the snack, and then have lunch later. That would be perfectly fine for recovery.
0: Hello again, everyone, and thank you for tuning in. We have a lot more great information from our registered dietitian nutritionist, Captain Carissa Thomas, coming up on part two. Trust me, you don't want to miss it.